Sounds good. Well, episode six, season one of Around the Table podcast. Today I'm joined with Jonathan Varghese slash JV Shots. So can you tell, for those who don't know you, who is JV and who is Jonathan Varghese? So Jonathan Varghese mm-hmm. is just a regular guy uh-huh. that works a tech job. Uh-huh. Uh, but JV was kind of born out of JV, or sorry, JV was born out of Jonathan Varghese, kind mm-hmm. of being bored with work, not really knowing, mm-hmm. like having a creative outlet and just kind of like thinking, okay, like how do I make myself be happy mm-hmm. and kind of have fun, but in a different way. Cause I kind of wanted to reinvent myself, but not necessarily like be like, okay, Hey Jonathan, just doing something now. He's yeah. taking photography. Mm-hmm. It was very easy for me to just throw my initials on like a page, mm-hmm. hide my face like that page. So like I had a Jonathan Barr account, yeah. my Instagram, it was just a personal account mm-hmm. with just my friends and family and people that I meet obviously now. Yeah. But when it came to JV shots, it was kind of like a, Oh, like I can hide my face, mm-hmm. put up like just, Show like up at random Eagle events. Yeah, thing. almost like a hidden like superhero Batman yeah. situation where it's like, okay, I'm gonna take these photos. No one knows this is the same person. Oh, because yeah. I didn't. I also wanted to have like a differentiation where like for me as Jonathan, I felt like I built up like this humor and I was like kind of like mm-hmm. a naturally like oh like, I can make jokes and make people laugh. And oh, funny. you do that well. But I didn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I also didn't want that to leak into like JV shots where people actually wouldn't take it seriously. Mm. So I was I had a point where I was like, oh man, like if I, anything I did almost came off as like a comedy show almost yeah. where, it, where it made it like not as serious. So if I was trying to say like a serious topic or opinion or anything, mm-hmm. I felt like it was just kind of thrown by the wayside. It was like, oh, this guy's just joking around. Yeah. Or like, oh, Jonathan's serious now. All of a sudden. Yeah. But with JV shots, it was like a brand new like clean slate mm-hmm. where like I post up pictures, serious pictures of like basketball or hip hop or something, like anything that yeah. I liked. But it wasn't given with a preconceived notion. It's like, oh, this is Jonathan Varghese? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that guy? Oh, he takes photos now? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I just liked the idea of separating. So I actually didn't really follow a lot of the people from my personal life mm-hmm. on that page when I first started. Uh-huh. I was literally just, I made this account, and it was almost like a finsta at the beginning. Okay. Where I was just taking pictures. I was showing up at events, like, hey, I'm JV. Mm-hmm. Now introduce myself to new people through the photography-wise where I'm like, hey, I'm JV. Mm-hmm. And I almost made myself a new person mm-hmm. by doing it that way. And basically, I was working downtown. I was working at the score at yeah. the time. And I was at King and Spadina. So it was like kind of like the heart of Toronto. Yeah. Where after 5 o'clock, I would just leave with my camera, mm-hmm. walk around, find events that were happening, take yeah. photos, kind of like fly on the wall situation. Yeah. And it started really just with like basketball training because I really like basketball. Mm-hmm. And there's a video. And I'll link you the video so that way you can like maybe cut it in yeah. at this point. But it's like a video of a guy named Chris Copeland who was a basketball player that played for the Knicks. Okay. And it was not your typical like like workout like you know like the quick cut iPhone type of looking videos where the workouts are it was like color graded Mm slow-mo him dunking himself in ice water after a workout like stuff that you don't see in like workout videos when was was this do you remember this was the video must have been shot and made I want to say 2015 or 2016 okay because he was on the box at that time okay but it was like this like storyline where it's like because he got stabbed outside of a, a nightclub mm-hmm. out like while he's playing for the Knicks. So they cut that scene from the newscast yeah. into the video. And I'm like, yo, this is not a workout video. This <laughs> yeah. is like a serious storytelling video. And it was made, I forget who the guy made it. Yeah. But him and then also when I was on YouTube, this random friend group out in uh, the Bay Area mm-hmm. would just shoot videos. And I realized like none of these guys are like, like they wouldn't call themselves filmmakers. Mm-hmm. They were just people with cameras. Mm-hmm. But the quality felt like, oh man, like this is a filmmaker's, like 
this is like real quality video. And I was like, I can do this. Like, yeah. And it seemed very, like very, very cocky and like toxic of me to think like these guys, oh man, they're just doing it just because they picked up a camera and went. Yeah. But when obviously like when everything's said and done, I realized like, oh shoot, I got to put a lot of effort into this. Yeah. But at the time I was like, let me buy a camera and do exactly what these guys are doing mm-hmm. where they just show up at things that they like. So like this friend group in Bay Area, they just did a escape room at a... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like. I forget the Giants Stadium, but I uh-huh. guess the Giants Stadium they hosted it there. Yeah. And they shot. There's like a mini vlog, but the quality was amazing. And I was like, "Yo, how, what are they? What, are, what camera are they using? A Panasonic GH4? Okay, yeah. let me. You let searched me buy. it up. So I searched it up. I I left a comment I was like, "Hey, what camera are you guys using? Uh-huh. It's like GH4. I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't have the money at the time like that, so I bought like the body camera underneath. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> a really crappy version of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll buy the G7. I guess it's like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars worth. Yeah. Bought that bought a lens and then I started messaging all of these like workout like all these like trainers in the Mississauga area as soon as you started the second I bought well even before I bought that camera I'll be like hey guys this is my page JV shot I'll reach out through JV shot okay it's like hey like I shoot videos uh-huh. I haven't posted anything yet but I have videos uh, I could do your workouts for free mm-hmm. if you just let me ha- just be in the gym yeah, yeah. so one like of the that. first guys that reached out that are like at least responded which I was really like so happy about was uh David Tyndale. I think I told him. Oh, yeah, you told he's from me. Mississauga, basketball trainer. Mm-hmm. And like he asked me to come out and we shot a guy named Jaron Skeets. And he's from, at the time, he was at University of Buffalo, mm-hmm. Buffalo University, one of the two. But he was there in the gym. And I was like, oh, shoot, this guy's a D1 player. And I'm thinking he's going to bring in high school guys just to kind of like practice with me yeah. like, with the camera. Because this, this is my your first, first time. This yeah. is my first real like basketball shoot. Like I had no idea uh-huh. what the heck I'm doing. I have a camera. I'm like, oh, yeah. how do I slow mo this camera? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, shoot. Like, uh, shoot a D1 player, whatever. Yeah. That's all good. Shoot that. And it was a Friday night. And I remember being like so amped. I'm like, this is sick. I'm editing it. I slow it down. It's like, oh, the frame rate didn't jitter. Yeah. How did this happen? Why is this? Oh, okay. I'm learning as it goes. Yeah. And I'm. I feel like I'm. That's how I was just in general in life, where it's like, I could study all I want. Mm-hmm. No, true. <laughs> I love it. Actually, that reminds. Me, I need to get Uber Eats. Did you eat? No. So after golf, you didn't I came straight here. Really? Well, I mean, I took a shower, obviously, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a ball. I have a ball league tonight. I like. Uh, yeah, right. Like after six or something. something. Yeah, six thirty or seven. Well, you should have got something. Yeah, like a Timmy's. I was yeah, ask I would have got, got you like a. Timmy's. No, 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 no. I'll get it on my way back or something. That's yeah, because I say you still oh, burn calories when you play you. golf. I thought it was for you guys. Oh no, 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 no. You still burn calories when you play golf, dude. You're walking like I mean, you're walking four hundred yards each hole, nine holes. We only did a nine hole today too. But we're like 400. You ever thought about getting like an Apple Watch? Or yeah, something? so I have an Apple Watch, but I upgraded to a new iPhone 13. Oh, but somehow and it doesn't, like, it's not it didn't connect. It, I mean, it connects, but I just didn't have the time to like. Uh, I'm looking at it, it's like in the wrong. It just kept looping. Mm-hmm. The, like, so it was kind of annoying. But I think once I did it, it was like 5K. Something like that. Something yeah. crazy like that. When I did an 18 hole. Yeah. But I remember thinking, like, oh, wow, like I just walked this. Yeah. It's fun. Um, I mean, exercise is literally exercise. And just general, exercise yeah. and physical activity. And you're walking, then you're swinging and everything. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're yeah sorry. What were we saying? So, talking oh, about you like, were saying David yeah, so like when I was, yeah, so David Tindale, anyways, I, I was editing all these videos mm-hmm. and I was learning as it goes because I realized, like, even just in daily life, like, when it came to like school, high school, university, or anything, mm-hmm. I was terrible at like listening to a lecture mm-hmm. and listening on paper. I'm like, oh, okay, I see why this works. Yeah. Like, when I actually was doing like work exam or anything like at home, mm-hmm. like homework, essentially. Yeah. When I was actually doing it, it's like, oh, that's why. Like, I had to do it myself, I had to apply it mm-hmm. in order for it to actually go through my head. Mm-hmm. If the someone taught, wasn't enough. if you tell me everything on paper, I'm just going to be nodding my head. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, I believe you, you know what you're talking about. But until I do it yeah. and I see it succeed or even see it fail, mm-hmm. I at least learn something from that because I did it firsthand. Mm-hmm. 
but it's the same thing with camera. So like I was editing, I'm like, oh wait, why is this? When I slowed down, it was jittering a little bit, but when I slowed down this video, it wasn't. Yeah. What was the difference between the two cams? Like, oh, I had the shutter speed at this number instead of mm -hmm. that number. Then I Google it, and it's like, oh, okay, that's why. Mm -hmm. You had to have your shutter speed half of this, blah, blah, Like all these little things, I'm like, oh, what the heck is going on? Like, there's mm -hmm. a whole world here. Like, it's not as simple like you point and click, and then you slow it down, yeah. speed it up. Like there's different ways, even like movies or documentaries, like everything's shot in a different frame rate. But mm -hmm. like, these are things I didn't know and obviously I was being ignorant because I'm thinking, oh, anyone could pick up a camera and do this. Mm -hmm. And you're so doing this after work, right? I'm doing this because, right after work. So, so like how, Friday, you're working nine to five? Nine to five. Uh -huh. So basically what happened was after university, I had gotten a job at the score. Yeah. But the weird thing was like, I still had like two or three electives left. And I went to school at Brock. Okay. So I had two or three electives left. So I went to Ryerson. What did you do at Brock? I did economics. Oh, okay. Nothing Jeez. to do with what I'm doing. Yeah. So economics, <laughs> got a job doing quality assurance, testing apps, mm -hmm. doing manual QA. Um, did that at the score, nine to five, and then from five, so basically six to nine, mm -hmm. I was going to Ryerson to finish off my electives. Okay. So I did that for a semester, and then once that finished, I real uh, basically every minute of my day, I'll wake up, shower, change, go on the go on the TTC, mm -hmm. TTC to work, work. Then from five to six, I'm walking to Ryerson yeah. from King and Spadina. It totally takes like a half hour walk, mm -hmm. but then from there, setting up, boom, boom, like. Every waking moment of my day for that semester, essentially, of yeah. like while working, I was doing something. Mm -hmm. So when school finished, I was like from five to like nine thirty, ten, eleven. I'm not doing anything mm -hmm. on a random Monday or Tuesday. So I was like, "What? Well, what could I do with this time?" And that's when I kind of realized I was bored in yeah. life in general. So I was like, "Okay, let me buy like my let me buy like a camera." Well, where, like, where was that born from, though? I think so. The mix of that Chris Copeland video, but like I was really into like YouTube videos mm -hmm. and like. Also, I just love basketball in general. Okay. So when I seen like basketball videos, but it wasn't just a simple like run around with the camera and shaking and it's like all this like kind of like like low effort kind of quality videos. Yeah. When I saw like, oh, these are movie color graded videos. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, let me get in on this. Yeah. But let me do it my way. Like that's something that people weren't doing in Toronto. Okay. Like cinematic basically yeah. is the idea. It's like cinematic basketball workout videos. Mm -hmm. and that's what I wanted to do. Obviously, I feel like maybe like one or two of my videos maybe touched this little bit of what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. but it morphed into what it was. So like, obviously you have your end goal, but typically, and I think we talked about this a lot of times where like, you have your final goal, but yeah. you never really get yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. The route, and that's the not a always, yeah. You always end up somewhere else, but if you look back at it, it's like, oh, that goal was so like, was low like, standard, mm -hmm. like it wasn't even like the craziest thing I could have done. Yeah. But at that time I was thinking, oh, cinematic basketball videos, that sounds great. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, it's basically, came out of me being bored because mm -hmm. I had like every waking moment, going from every waking moment doing something yeah. to having all of a sudden from 5 to like 11 p.m. free. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, I need to do something. Yeah. Like for me, if I went right into the workforce where I had that free time after five o'clock, I mm -hmm. think I would have been like, okay, this is adult life now. Yeah. But because I had school for a little bit of that, it really made me realize how much time I could utilize. Like I got like three degrees, like three uh, courses, like, what's a the course is like finished mm -hmm. within that semester. Like just cause like I was just kind of like chilling and doing it all. Mm -hmm. um, cause I had that time from five to 10 basically. Mm -hmm. Coming back home, going there, commuting, everything. Um, but yeah, so I bought the camera and I just started messaging all these guys, mm -hmm. David Tindo. So that one Friday, shot that D1 player, mm -hmm. came home, edited that night, sent it to him, I was so excited. He loved it, whatever, great. Sent it to Jaren as well, the, the basketball player. Okay. He uploaded it, he, I was getting amped off that cause yeah. it's like, if I upload, I had like maybe like two, maybe like 150 followers or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like 20 likes, 30 likes, maybe 50 likes at that time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. Like, look at this. But then when he yeah. uploads it, this guy's like, like a legit, like 
D1 player, he has a big following. Yeah. So he uploads it. I'm getting a crazy wave of people. People are DMing me. Like, just hey, as you start. Just I, find that, I, I find that so crazy. I'm listening yeah. to you and it sounds so crazy because usually when people start things for the first time, they're still super like nervous mm. about it as far well, as I mean, reaching out to people. Well, like, I mean, I'm still nervous. Like, I was like freaking out. I was like messaging with people and, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not confident in myself. Yeah, but I'm so saying. So it's a yeah. big imposter syndrome situation where I'm like, oh. So are you just like putting that to the side? Because even to go out and send the message, like that's still a step mm. you have to take. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at that point, I think there was a mix of like, it's the same thing what we talked about right at the beginning where it's like, Jonathan Varghese would have been scared to message people. Ah, but you had but a... But JV Shots, it's mm, like some like, different guy. Like, Batman face. That's, like, that's smart, I'm in there, yeah. I'm like, I have nothing to lose at the beginning. Oh, I love it's that. literally if someone like, like messages like yo bro that's not how you're supposed to message people or if yeah. i messed up let's say i, I really like responded weirdly mm-hmm. i'm like okay let me shut down jv shots and start up another page yeah. <laughs> like, just restart from the beginning yeah. <laughs> but like luckily that didn't happen so i'm like oh okay maybe i can do this correctly or something uh-huh. but so anyways like that david tindo and the next day he like responded like hey dude like you want to come out for another run mm-hmm. i got another guy and i'm like yeah sure sure i'll show up i'm thinking high school again or d1 yeah. And it turns out it's Nick Stauskas, who's yeah, like, in the NBA, mm-hmm. plays for the Philadelphia 76ers at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like standing there, I'm like, oh shoot, this guy's like, like he's right here. This is an yeah. NBA, quali- like, not even like potential NBA or potential order. Yeah, NBA he's player. literally an NBA player. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, this is like my second shoot. Mm-hmm. Like properly shooting basketball. Like I've done mini workout high school stuff, like when I reached out to high school kids. Yeah. I'm like, hey, can I shoot your workout? Before that, but like this is like a real trainer mm-hmm. hiring me out to come out and to shoot. Mm-hmm. So I shot. You're doing this. stuff for free, right? Yeah, everything's free. Yeah, I mean, like that's why, because at that time I didn't know what value was, mm-hmm. how much time. Because for me, I took it as a hobby. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, like this guy's giving me an opportunity to shoot. I'm not going to charge you. Yeah. Which is a, I mean, like I wouldn't suggest that because I think people should learn their value early on. Mm-hmm. And I, I struggle with this a lot. But you start to appreciate it more because you were doing yeah. it for free at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I was doing it for free, and even now here and there, like, even like I like. When I took that 3D photo of Jonathan, yeah. he texted me and said, bro, I'm going to get you lunch. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Fred. Need, that sounds like Freddy. You don't need like to get me anything. Like, I, yeah. I still treat it where it's like, I'm doing this like as a favor or like mm-hmm. I have the means to take these photos, take these videos. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to charge it? Because I have that weird mindset, even now here and there, mm-hmm. for certain things. But like, at the same time, the more you do that, the more you get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so the, that's something like I've learned like, the yeah. hard way, obviously, where it's like, taking all these photos, I'm driving out of my way, mm-hmm. doing all this, and I'm like, wait, why am I doing this for free? Like, I'm Can you talk about that then? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. some examples? So, like, I mean, I had, like, there was one artist early on my, like, when I first started JV Shots, and then it was like, I really wasn't into, like, shooting hip-hop or mm-hmm. music in general. I didn't really, like, understand it. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wait, what could I even do with music in general? Yeah. Like, I like basketball. That's all I wanted to do JV Shots as. Mm-hmm. I wanted to grow as a basketball photographer or videographer. Mm-hmm. Um, but an artist hit me up. He's like, hey, dude, like, got a concert coming up it would be great if you just stop by and i'm looking at his followers it's like oh shoot this guy follows oh there's some ovo members mm-hmm. here and then and i'm in my head and that's kind of like what we were talking about before where it's like the whole like end goal here yeah and i almost went at it in a negative way where it's like mm-hmm. oh if i shoot this guy for like x amount of time yeah he'll give a good word to for, these uh, guys mm-hmm. and then ovo is gonna hit me up and i'm gonna do all this stuff yeah. and i'm thinking like such a negative way where it's like a toxic way I'm thinking of the end goal yeah that's all it is whereas I should be like oh like I should approach this guy who's reaching out to me to do whatever he wanted to do mm-hmm. and like see if it's actually worth my time either yeah so like we were shooting and we had a like the guy was a great person but then it got to a point where it was just like constantly like hey like we're at the house right now be cool if we mm. get some shots I'm like oh okay like personal sure stuff. but you're like, like you're out pretty far yeah so I'm driving out of my way going out east for from free. like Mississauga for free mm-hmm. I'm not asking for money then even like with the film, like the 3D photos and stuff, it's like 
film photography is like that cost. Like mm-hmm. me shooting digital photos, it's very like for me at the time, I remember thinking like, oh, how do I charge someone for free photos? Mm-hmm. But for like film, it's like there's a literal cost for me to get this photo mm-hmm. out of this film roll. So like I would ask them like, hey, could you just cover the film? And I'm getting like $20 at a time yeah, just for like the whole day's worth of me chilling with these guys. Mm-hmm. And I started lying to myself where I'm like, oh yeah, like if I stick around long enough, yeah. that's how I get on tour and all yeah. that stuff. And then it just turned out, it's like, oh man, this is not like, I think it wasn't him per se, but it was like someone else reached out to do something even more mundane than like, just like, hey, show up to the studio for one hour, mm-hmm. just take some photos if you don't mind. And he's like, yeah, sure. He's like, hey, what are your rates? I'm like, oh. This guy's asking me for my money. Yeah. And I didn't even meet him. Was I didn't that the first time you That was someone else. I mean, I probably gotten paid before that. Mm-hmm. But if for music-wise, if mm-hmm. someone else I reached out, I was like, hey, like, dude, if you come up to this thing, I can pay you like X amount of dollars for this many 3D photos. Mm-hmm. That's cool with you. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. And then I look back at this other guy. I'm like, yo, I'm coming to this guy's house, taking mm-hmm. photos, lifestyle, like kind of like candid photos yeah. for free. And I was like, this is not probably like the right thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. And I realized, and it wasn't just him. It was like a lot of people that I was working with. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like just shooting for free and I realized like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't be, like it wasn't like their fault. Yeah. Because I kind of set the precedence where I'm like, hey, like I'm just shooting this stuff. I'm not asking for money. Mm-hmm. Then I realized like, oh man, I'm screwing myself over. It's not their fault. Yeah. For them, like, like who's going to like, there's some people obviously like people can say like, oh, they should have asked for money yeah. or whatever. But at the end of the day, like I didn't even ask them I didn't push them to be like hey these are my rates these are whatever mm-hmm. and that's something I learned like the hard way because I basically did like free shoots for like three four five times mm-hmm. for these guys and I'm just kind of like there yeah. hoping for the best hoping for like oh if they get a big deal I'll get some of that money type mm-hmm. thing but obviously that never happens so the stuff like that like I realized and then slowly it's like okay I have a shoot if it's me like trying to learn like a new style of photography mm-hmm. and it's with a couple of my friends I'm like yo like do you mind just modeling this mm-hmm. and like I won't like like we won't like like, I won't pay, like, we'll pay or whatever. Like, there's, like, none of that type of stuff because it's for them. They post on their portfolio. I post for my profile. Mm-hmm. And this is more, like, candid. It's like, hey, we're going out for lunch. Can you just take some photos beforehand? I just yeah. want to try this thing. And then from there, it's kind of like a, a proof of concept where you upload it on your page. Mm-hmm. People see it. They like it. And then a brand will reach out. It's like, hey, like, we like what you did here. Yeah. Could we do it? And it's like, yeah, sure. Could you bring this model, though, into this? So mm-hmm. that way everyone eats type thing, right? Yeah. Instead of it being, like, a... I'm gaining from this or like I'm doing this or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah no it was, uh, I think those are the times where I, I realized early on I was like okay I gotta mm-hmm. charge for my stuff and it worked out in the end obviously once you get certain brand deals and certain people have, like certain like companies have the money mm-hmm. so you shouldn't be afraid to ask for that mm-hmm. but it took me a long time to kind of realize that so then I'm wondering so when you did you would you say you started photography in 2015 no I bought my first camera end of 2016 okay but 2017 was kind of when I was semi-taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I had the camera, and I just didn't really know what... I, I didn't know what my my niche was, mm-hmm. per se. But I got... In 2017 is when I was like, oh, let me get into film photography. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started Googling it around. It's like, what the heck is film? Like, how do I, how does this work? How yeah. do I develop film? And I'm like, a lot of people are like, they didn't really know. Like, I guess there was like a sudden wave after the Kendall Jenner posted the film camera. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, let me buy a film <laughs> camera too. Yeah. And then I started Googling it and trying to like, okay, how do I do this how do I do that and I seen like someone online post a picture of his dog and it was that 3D gif uh-huh. and it was like this photography forum I was like oh this is that's cool yeah and then I like searched some more and there's a guy in the UK named uh, I want to say Adam something mm-hmm. but he also did 3D photos for like brands in UK those are the first time you'd seen it I've never seen that before uh-huh. except for that time when I started googling like mm-hmm. that type like 3D film photography blah blah and there's all the guys in like UK maybe one dude in LA at the mm-hmm. time 
who's Michael B. Jordan's photographer. Okay. Right now, Leo something, I don't know. But I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, let me get into this. Let me shoot this type of stuff because mm-hmm. this would be sick. Yeah, I bought the camera. I bought it for 20 bucks, and the camera was in saran wrap. Mm-hmm. And I like had to cut it up. <laughs> and I like Googled it. I'm like, the camera's from the night 80s. Like people like this camera had not been opened yet. Yeah. Since then, and I googled more of the company. It turned out like the company had went under because mm-hmm. at the time, obviously there's no digital scan. It wasn't meant for 3D like what we see now, like yeah. when I post. But it's more for like you put it, you send it to them in Kentucky. Oh, and they'll then send they... you back a spin wheel with a little hole in it. And you just like chuck it basically. Yeah. And you will see it moving, but that wasn't like obviously like who's gonna do that with their film back in the 80s? Yeah. Sending it all to Kentucky price cost everything so the company went under it mm-hmm. but obviously I've, that whole company made a bunch of these cameras they're mm-hmm. really cheap material but now and like at the time like 2017 2018 mm-hmm. that's like now slowly kind of bubbling up mm-hmm. and I remember taking the camera taking all these photos of my friends yeah. posting it and getting no love mm-hmm. like no one cared yeah. they're like oh what is it a boomerang <laughs> like, I remember feeling like so like upset about that I'm like man yeah. I gotta put this camera away because yeah. it's a waste of money first off because mm-hmm. it's a film camera so I'm paying expensive? 20, like, each roll maybe is like 15 to 20 dollars mm-hmm. you get 18 photos out of a 36 roll because okay. it's splitting frames Yeah. so basically I was losing money every mm-hmm. single time I took photos of it and it wasn't like a gaining anything people didn't even like it mm-hmm. so it was like a weird like middle ground I was like why am I spending money for things that people don't even like I liked it Yeah. and I think that was a realization where it's like I kind of, like, I was so fixated on Instagram mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, man, I got it. If people don't like it, I'm not going to get followers. Yeah, I was going to say. And if I don't get followers, I'm not going to, like, mm-hmm. these followers are not going to like it. And they're not going to share it. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to take photos of But at the end of the day, I like those photos. Mm-hmm. Even way back then, I liked those 3D photos. But, like, I let other people decide what my feed was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing 3D photos for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And then I think... Out of the blue, like, I guess, obviously, the page, like the picture stayed on my page. Yeah. But I hadn't really posted a lot of those. And then someone uh, named uh, Shane Sterling, he had reached out. I haven't heard that name who, before. He does a lot of Nike stuff. Vanguard? Vanguard. Yep, yeah, that's a guy. Yeah, I have a friend that's So he Vanguard. was, like, the first guy that actually looked at it and, like, knew the value of mm-hmm. the 3D4. And, like, saw it in a creative lens. And he, like, called me up. Do you know how long this was after you had stopped doing the 3D photos? It must have been, like, honestly, a couple, like, a few months or so. So you had just left it there yeah, or nothing? Yeah, I just nothing? put the camera, cameras collecting dust. Mm-hmm. And I had the post still up. Yeah. And I really liked the 3D photos, so I'll post here and there as a story. Mm-hmm. And then he reached out and he was like, hey, like, I have a mutual friend that, like, I was asking about people who do this type of 3D art. Mm-hmm. And I saw that, like, they recommended, like, you posted this, like, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Wondering if you could, like... Like, I have a project coming up. I don't know if you'd be interested. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, dude, like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. this is like, oh, what's the project? He's like, oh, it's for the Nike Air Force Ones. My head exploded. Yeah. Because I'm ahead. I'm like, bro. You're still working at the score. I'm still working at the score. At, the, uh-huh. uh, at that time, I think I may have moved to, like, a startup okay. at the time. But even then, I remember thinking, like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. Nike? Like, oh, this is crazy. Like, this isn't, like, some dude, like, wearing Nike and, like, showing, like, hey, let's take, a, like, a photo of me in Nike. Yeah. It's like, this is for Nike, like, Nike Toronto. I'm like, yeah. whoa, what the heck? So, like, Shane brought me on. He was kind of like, like, if the photos don't come out, like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And he really trusted me with a lot. Of, and I really appreciate it. I remember thinking, like, dude. Were you guys friends before? No, we didn't even know. That was the before. first That time. was the craziest thing. So, like, he, like, called me. I was like, dude, like, I love this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you, how, like, like, how it works or, like, mm-hmm. what. He was, like, down to understand the, like, the, like, the science of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, let me explain it. And instead, like, and I had a lot of times before that. Where people who did like the 3D photos, mm-hmm. instead of them asking me to come out to the shoot, yeah, they're like, "Hey, what's the camera?" I'm like, "Oh, like 
Am I just a guy that holds the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't like that. I hate that approach where people just ask, hey, what's the camera? Yeah. What's the camera? Or how do you do this? Mm-hmm. I've had so many people, like so many creatives in the industry where it's like, how do you do this? How do you do this? Mm-hmm. Just because they want to learn and take it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Were so you the only they, one doing the 3D thing at the time? I mean, I'm assuming, like I remember thinking at the time, like I don't think I saw a lot of people doing it. Uh-huh. Slowly people started picking it up and kind of learning it. Yeah. But I think I was like one of the first, I, like, I mean, that sounds so weird to say, but I feel like I was one of the first to mm-hmm. do the 3D photos, but at a, maybe at like the amount that I was doing it. Yeah. Every shoot that I was at, I had the 3D camera on me. Yeah. So if, whether it was a video or photo shoot, I had the 3D one on me as mm-hmm. well take those photos, upload those as well as like kind of like a supplement to the set itself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people really liked that and they noticed that I was posting a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so Shane really reached, like he reached out, he wanted to, he cared about me as a photographer Mm -hmm. with this camera, with this skill set rather than it being, I own this camera so let's get this guy, Like you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, just, just cause I had the camera. So what, what did he say that was different from what everybody else was? Cause saying? he, he wanted me. To he come just, out to okay. the shoot. Like he was like, hey dude, like come out to the shoot. Mm-hmm. We have this, we have this idea. I really think I don't know if the 3D will fit the the main set of like video that we had. Like the mm-hmm. idea was supposed to be super eight and digital video and blah blah blah. Like all this like, kind of like black and white style. Yeah. But like at the same time, he's like, I don't know where the 3D fits because it looks so different. Yeah. But it would be cool if you just came. So it was like me, Shane, and Lashawn, who's mm-hmm. another dude who does great video work. He's an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. And like, that was my first time meeting LaShawn. And this guy's like really famous too. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember thinking like, oh man, I see all these guys on IG. Yeah. And I'm meeting them for the first time. Shane's like connecting us, connecting all the dots. So we shot three different people that day. Um, this is Nike Toronto. The Nike downtown. Toronto one. So we went downtown and he gave, he basically submitted it to Nike. Nike loved it. They posted it. And mm-hmm. I think Foot Locker Canada was part of that deal. Uh-huh. But like, it was so crazy to me because I'm scrolling and I'm seeing like, oh, Nike Toronto, like, or like, sorry, like a Foot Locker Canada, yeah. like a sponsored post, and I see mm-hmm. my three D. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like this is that's me. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like it blew my mind. And I, the other thing is also he was one of the first few guys who was like, hey, what are your rates? Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you charge for this? Okay, I can give you this budget. This is the budget I can get. Mm-hmm. Is that cool with you? I'm like, dude, what the heck? Yeah. Like people don't even give me a budget in the first place. So like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. anything, like if you give me ten bucks, I would have been happy. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that he was like charging that and covering the cost of the film and everything, like mm-hmm. he really understood what was going on. So like he got that out. And then from there, I think that really gave some vindication to like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, oh, some people are kind of like dumb when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. And dumb in the sense like, people don't know what they like till the masses tell them what they like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I realized that, I was like, yo, like I should just do stuff because I like that. Yeah. Like I don't care about the followers, I don't care about this. It's about really who is like, certain people in certain power mm-hmm. kind of really dictate the style. Yeah, the style and the culture, yeah. So like when people do it, like, people like it, mm-hmm. then that's it. And then maybe there's some like, little people who kind of shake the industry here and there with yeah. different types of graphics or like 3D or something like 3D graphic art type of stuff or like NFTs are a big thing now right yeah. like things like that there's certain people who are in the spaces that make the change Yeah. but I think from there like well, after Shane gave me that kind of like confidence to be myself mm-hmm. I started doing a lot more shoots and people actually reached out more that was your first big break you'd say I would say the Nike thing was huge because one Nike is just Nike like I really like Nike brand mm-hmm. itself but then from there also like the fact that a, he saw something that wouldn't be like a one-off embarrassment or something like he yeah. saw there's like something cool in it mm-hmm. enough that he could bring it to nike and be like hey look at this yeah and i'm like okay that gave me confidence to be like okay let me do some more stuff with this right mm-hmm. so i bought more film and then after work i was just shooting a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and then i had met like even like a guy like a couple people from like adidas where they are helping me like do stuff with like their brand mm-hmm. so like the new ultra boost and i remember taking those photos mm-hmm. and then, like at the time like i was like oh this is sick like i'm taking photos for adidas now like yeah. this is cool 
and then at like um what's the Eden Center, you know the Adidas right at Eden Center? Yeah, in the yeah, right the outside, the, yeah, the outside, yeah. Young and that young and young Dundas. Dundas, yeah. yeah. So like there's a big screen there. Yeah. And one of my three D photos is on like part of the commercial like loop. Jeez, yeah. And I'm looking at this and like, yo, this is crazy. Like this that was like like the Nike thing was cool because I'm scrolling on my own on Instagram targeted ads. But this was like I'm walking down the street yeah. and I see my ad on a screen yeah. for Adidas. I'm like, yo, this is like it gave me more. It's one of those things where it's confidence, confidence, confidence. Mm -hmm. But it's like, man, I'm seeing my work mm -hmm. being like out on like regular things. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, let me do more. But I think also that kind of ties in with like ego and trying to figure out like, okay, yeah. now like instead of being like, like kind of subdued, like okay, I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah, I needed to evolve out of that. But mm -hmm. I really was like so hooked on the one thing that made me like quote-unquote like mm -hmm. big, big on yeah. 3d so i kept doing 3d but i wasn't really working on my video skills mm -hmm. or my photo skills that's it so like that stuff i was like oh shoot like i gotta like brush up on that stuff yeah so i think like gigs after gigs. so when i had like bad like like i was like thinking like i need to do this yeah like, this is what you wanted to this focus is what on. i want to focus on this is what i started works. getting like rusty on other stuff like mm -hmm. my photography skills my videography skills because it was just 3d because i was just on. focusing on 3d mm -hmm. but then when people hit me i was like hey yo you do videos too right and i'm like oh shoot <laughs> like i do yeah. but i'm not that great now like, yeah. i can't tell them that so i'm gonna take the gig and then i realize like, oh man i really gotta just be well-rounded on this types of stuff yeah so then slowly i think i think i'm trying to think what connected from adidas and nike to like and this is what year just so that would have been like 2019. 2019. So yeah, this 2019. is year before the pandemic. Yeah. So just okay. before the pandemic, everything. So 2019 was like, oh, sorry. No, that would have been 2018. 2018. Okay. 2019 started the year. Same thing. It's like, okay, what do I want to do next? Mm -hmm. I want to shoot an NBA game. And that was like my biggest thing. Cause I started with mm -hmm. basketball. I want to shoot an NBA game. And I remember like I did a string of G league games. That you would just go to. Well, not even that. Like people, like I would reach out to these news agencies oh, okay. and there was like, ATB News was a big one that really helped me out. Yeah. And I messaged him, like, hey, dude, like, I know you, like, send out guys to, like, G League games. Mm -hmm. Is it possible I could go to one of them? Yeah. Like, as a photographer. And he's like, yeah, sure, come up. This is from JV Shots Through account? my JV Shots account, yeah. obviously. Everything from JV Shots. There's a lot of people from when I started JV Shots, like, no one knows that Jonathan Varr exists. Like, Jonathan Varr so does not exist. So you told nobody when no you started. No one knows what Jonathan Varr, who Jonathan Varr is. Jeez. But people don't, like, the flip side is the other side. Where I think once I started getting the Nike gigs and stuff. Yeah. That's when I posted on my Jonathan Var account. Okay. And I'm like, hey guys, like I started JV. But none of your like nobody. Like a lot of my like mm -hmm. some of my friends knew what I was doing. Like, yeah. It wasn't like wide range. Like back in twenty end of twenty eighteen going to twenty nineteen, I was really like, hey guys, I do JV shots on the side. Yeah. Like this is a big thing. Like this is part of my life. But like early on, I was almost like embarrassed because I was kind of scared. Like mm -hmm. if I fail. Is this the culture thing? It's part of like the yeah Indian culture for mm -hmm. sure, where I felt like, oh shoot, like, if I really like go gung-ho on a creative side yeah people look down on it because mm -hmm. like growing up it's like you got to be an accountant lawyer yeah. engineer oh we know or a doctor yeah. those are the only things you could do yeah if you stray away from that mm -hmm. you're like a failure in the culture mm -hmm. and obviously no one like no one says it that aggressively yeah That's but, just like a joke it's, yeah. but there is like you get a certain stink eye if you're not doing any of those four mm -hmm. and it's like oh so like how do you make a living oh that oh okay true that's different like there's a lot of that kind of awkwardness i guess mm -hmm. So when I did photography, I was almost nervous because it's like, even though I wasn't doing it full time, mm -hmm. I didn't want people thinking like, oh yeah, like Jonathan's doing photography, but he doesn't shoot anything. But you're still willing to do it. I was willing to do it as JD shots because okay. no one knew the Indian side of me. Yeah. Even when I show up to shoots, even early on, yeah. people were like, wait, who's <laughs> this guy? Because <laughs> a lot of the people in the industry, they're yeah. like, most of the time it's either a white guy, black guy, or Asian guy. Yeah. You really don't see Indian people in like creative industries for, in the 2017, yeah. 2018, unless like, Actually, I don't even think, like, back then, there's, like, one or two people per set. Mm -hmm. You see, like, one brown guy, I'm like, oh, 
hey, what's up, man? <laughs> like, it was crazy. I remember getting so many weird, like, not weird letters. Yeah, but, but like, just, just like, surprised. Oh, like, oh, shoot. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with it but it was like also funny because it's like oh that's how little yeah. like brown people there are in the industry yeah. now there's so many like the crazy thing is there's so many brown guys in the industry and there's so many great brown it's not just because they're brown yeah like they're actually like crazy talented like yeah like there's so many guys i can like ramble off but i feel like i'll leave off a name then yeah yeah thing. i know but, like, a couple there's too. so many guys that are like so talented and now it's not even a race thing mm-hmm. i remember back then i was thought i was like self-conscious about that yeah like, oh should i like put my face on it will i get like let's say the Jeremy Lin aspect of it, it's like yeah. oh there's like an Asian guy in basketball ah, push yeah we'll pick but like up. at the end of the day it's like I do this work mm-hmm. I don't put my face on it you liked my work only yeah then you you're hiring you me for this be, event yeah. right or you want to get this photo shoot done mm-hmm. you're hiring me based off just my work yeah. not who I am as a person mm-hmm. right so a lot of that kind of like played a role in it where I was like self conscious initially mm-hmm. and then I kind of owned it a little bit where I put like for the longest time JV shots was just JV shots. Mm-hmm. Now I have my full name on there. Yeah. But for the longest time, I never put Jonathan Varghese. Like I didn't know how that would turn into a thing. Mm-hmm. But I just strayed away from like attaching myself to it mm-hmm. till like 2018 when I started getting bigger breaks, like the Nike gig. Or yeah. I was like really proud about it, and I posted it, and then I put like put it out, and then people are like, "Oh wow, Jonathan Varghese!" Like Jonathan, mm-hmm. you do photography? I'm like that's crazy. And then I think 2019 is kind of like my like really good year, I guess, mm-hmm. as far as like, photography and like kind of like everything that I was working towards and I think mm-hmm. there's something we talked about luck yeah and I feel like like was it uh, yeah because yeah. I was I was gonna ask was it was it more so was it a result of the work you put in or was it just opportunities that came your way yeah so I mean when people say the word luck let's say yeah I feel like there's a negative con- like like oh luck oh this guy yeah, just yeah, lucky, this guy, he's lucky yeah. right but there's a so there's a way before Jamie shots way before, like I think it was in high school mm-hmm. but there's a guy named Randy Pouchich mm-hmm. he was a a professor he wrote something called the last lecture and basically he had like really like stage four terminal like really terminal ill like he was gonna die yeah and he knew this and he was a professor at Carnegie Mellon mm-hmm. so he did something called the last lecture where he just basically imparted all of this wisdom and essentially it came down to a point where like he was giving this like live lecture for his kids who were like babies mm-hmm. but he wanted them to hear it when they're older which is probably now yeah but one of the things that he said he has like like, if I show you the book, like, there's quotes on quotes on quotes. Like, quotes where you're like, oh, I heard this quote before. Mm-hmm. And it's from this guy or, like, something like that. But one of the main things that really stood out to me was he said, um, like, oh, what was he saying? He said something about, like, like luck isn't just a random thing. Mm-hmm. It's when preparation meets, meets opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, I've heard and that. I love I've heard that, 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 like, before. phrasing because it's like, oh, luck doesn't discount anything I'm doing. Sure, the opportunity might have never like it's such a randomness to the opportunity yeah but i was prepared to make that opportunity worthwhile mm-hmm. so same thing everything i was saying before like the 3d photos shane gave me that opportunity to take those photos yeah all those things people looking out for me trusting me with this brand or trusting me with their look or like they like this they trust me give me that confidence yeah led to like we're 2019 i basically was like like ovo fest was coming around the corner yeah. during the summer and then every every year before the festival they have basketball mm-hmm. there's an ovo basketball right tournament the tournament thing. Yeah. So every day, Monday, Tuesday, through Friday. Mm-hmm. And that thing is the hardest thing to get into. because As like, a photographer. As any, like even getting in on the Friday, you had to have like a friends and family like card. Jeez. Which is like weird. Yeah. Like, it, like it makes sense because like, honestly, like you think Drake's going to be there. All these yeah. celebrities are there. All these NBA players are there. Yeah. Like if it's a free event, people are going to try and yeah, match themselves me. in, mm-hmm. finding a way in. So I remember thinking like, I got to get myself in. Not only as a buy, like just as a random person that's watching. Yeah. I need to get in with my camera. Yeah. And I remember asking her, I was like, yo, like, do you remember last year, like, OVO basketball? Like, were you able to bring your camera in? It was like, no, dude. Like, 
It's a whole thing. Oh, you were just asking random. I'm asking my other photographer friends. Okay. I'm like, hey, like, do you remember shooting? Like, have you ever shot this? And the people who did shoot it are like really close with the OVO as the brand. Yeah. So I'm like, how do I get into this? And I remember messaging. It must have been either someone, mm-hmm. but they're like, oh, like, why don't you reach out to like someone like this? Mm-hmm. They're all part of OVO. I'm like, oh, these are people I know. Yeah. And I messaged like, hey, dude, like, is it possible I can shoot um, like OVO basketball? And he's like, yeah, like. Uh, how quick could you turn around those 3D photos? It's like, oh, I can do it nightly. Like, right away, I can do it. Yeah. And honestly, like, I was lying out of my Because <laughs> I had no clue I could turn it around that fast. Yeah, yeah, but you I just said found, nightly. I was like, I know if I gave him some hesitancy. Yeah. Or like, like, oh, I've never done it before, but yeah. I can try. Yeah. Like, they're not going to give me that up. They're going to be yeah. like, ah, okay, we'll see. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I can do it. I can give you the 3D photos before the next game, meaning like the next day's game. Yeah. But I have work, 9 to 5. Yeah. So, and the games start at like 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm essentially like spreading myself like super thin where like I have no time to drop off the rows of film. Yeah. So that whole week, I told my work, and my work was really, like, this is one thing, like, it was at the startup. Yeah. My manager, all those guys were super chill with me. Okay. I told them, like, guys. I got a crazy afternoon with OVO. It's not going to affect my work itself. Yeah. But I got to drop off film at 10 a.m. And work starts at 9. Yeah. I will go for my coffee at 10 a.m. And I'll run there. Uh-huh. And I'll be back within 10 minutes, like 15 minutes. And I, every morning, I was rushing <laughs> to the film shop. Well, how taking, far is it from where you were? It must have been like a half hour, like TTC. Right? Yeah. Because I'm going from King of Spadina up to Queen and... Uh, and you told them it would take 10 minutes? Yeah. I mean, that, like, there was something blind. <laughs> it was for a week. <laughs> But I was rushing. I was on the teachers. I had all this film rolling. Yeah. Basically, the Monday comes around. I show up, take photos, 3D3. Dylan Brooks are there. All these guys are there. This is sick. This is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, how's this going? Because I'm dropping off the film roll the next morning. Yeah. I'm getting the photos back from, like, 4.30 till, like, let's say, like, before the first game. Yeah. I'm editing as I'm walking up to the gym again. Yeah. And I had the 3D photos. So I'll airdrop it to those guys. They're like, oh, wow, this is crazy. This is yeah. Thanks, man. Next day, taking photo, photo, photo. Or, like, that same night, taking mm-hmm. photos. Next morning, rinse and repeat every single for day. one week for that whole week. And I know Friday comes around for me as a, like a, a oh, I'm thinking, how do I get my cloud up? Basically, yeah, if I get a sick 3D photo of Drake from a corner, like like that, yeah, because there's only like 12 of us that are like taking like our photographers, yeah. So if I get a sick photo of Drake, that's gonna like blow up my page. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking like, oh, let me send it to these guys, and yeah, like, let me be like a good, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not thinking like that. I'm not mm-hmm. thinking as like a you want like an opportunity like, in my head. It's like I see that opportunity is gonna come up. I gotta make sure these first four days are amazing. Yeah. Enough that they'll give me a pass for Friday because nothing's promised off. So. Yeah. Is Friday the big day? Friday is like the finals day. Oh. Okay. That's when Drake shows up. All these celebrities show up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I gotta like take this photo. Yeah. I gotta be ready for Friday. Mm-hmm. So I'm practicing also because I don't know how the lighting is in the gym. Yeah. What film stock should I be using to make the best quality photo? Yeah. Blah 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 blah. So I'm taking these photos, develop, 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 develop. boom, boom, boom. Friday comes around, so they give me like a friends and family pass thing. Uh-huh. So I give it to a couple of my buddies, and then we go uh, Friday, take those photos. And I see Drake there, I'm like, oh, sick, that's crazy. I'm gonna take this photo. Yeah. And then Theo Scudra, who's his photographer, yeah, mm-hmm. he like he's like, hey, like, what is that camera? And the camera looks weird. The three yeah. cameras. So, I've seen. That's the one you. Yeah, that's when I took a photo. Yeah, I was like, like, what is so that? There's like three lenses on the camera. It looks like a regular camera, but if you look at it closely, it's weird. Yeah. And Theo is like Drake's personal photographer. Yeah. He knows everything when it comes to cameras. Yeah. And he looks at it, and he's, like, puzzled by the look of it. Uh-huh. He's like, what is this? And I show him my phone, like, hey, on the IG, like, it's film. So I can't show you the picture right away. Yeah. But this is what it turns into. I develop it like this. Yeah. I stack them, and then it turns into a 3D photo. And he's like, oh, wow. Drake would love this. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I'm like, 
know, he's like, calls Drake over. Yeah. And he's like, yo, you got a cool camera. Like, like, do you mind? Like, just pose for the camera and like, you can send the thing. Yeah. Take the photo of Drake. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, shoot, what the heck's going on? Yeah. Like, this guy's like right in front of me. Yeah. Like, it's like halftime or something. So we're in the middle of the court. Take the photo. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, I, the Drake's like, oh, so like, what is it? And I do the same explanation about the 3D photo, like yeah. stacking, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's sick, bro. Uh, get Theo's number. Theo, get his info. Yeah. And like, let me get the photo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Okay, this is like this is like I went from me thinking I'll have this photo for myself, yeah, to like oh this could potentially be sent to Drake, yeah, Drake maybe might like it a lot or something like that, yeah. So I'm running upstairs because of that film roll. If I accidentally open the camera, it's yeah. gone. It's gone. So I like <laughs> I finish I finish the roll. I'm winding it. I go yeah. to like a dark corner of like the washroom somewhere. Yeah, and I'm opening it. It's like, okay, it's done. Take out the film roll. <laughs> I'm running with this. I'm holding it tight. Yeah, I run to my bag. I zip it up. I make sure the bag's in a secure spot. Yeah, and I put in another roll of film and I just rip through that the whole uh-huh. night, whatever, and then. Uh, like, I remember just that whole night was so crazy because I was, like, running on adrenaline. Like, yeah. I need to get this film developed yeah. ASAP. And I woke up at, like, maybe 10 a.m., let's say, mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah. Everything's yeah. over. I drive downtown, drop off the film roll. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, like, do you mind, like, how quick could you get this in an hour? <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, it's like, uh, what's the holiday in Caravana? What's that weekend? What's the holiday in Caravana? What's the kid? Is it uh, the Monday's off? I forget what the day is. Oh, I know what you're talking about. This is a day off on the Monday. Yeah, this. To the point where the film, like the guy, was like, "Oh, I can get this to you by Tuesday." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh man, time is of the essence." Yeah. And I was like, "You know what? That's it. Okay, sure. I leave the film room. I drive back home." Yeah. So Mississauga, downtown Toronto. Yeah. Mississauga. I'm laying in bed. I was like, "Man, I can't believe I just left that role till Tuesday." Yeah. I call that film spot up. Was like, "Hey," or I call another film spot up that I used to go to. It's like, hey, this is going to be really random, but, like, is it possible, like, you could do, like, a film development in an hour? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, we could do it. I'm like, okay, I'll be there in an hour. <laughs> Hang up, I drive back downtown, yeah. grab that film roll, uh-huh. go to this other shop. It's Wait, like, did you pay for it first? No, no, yeah, so I paid for it. I got my money back. Okay. They, nothing was going like, to be unwound or anything. Like, they're just yeah. going to leave it till the tech comes on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I grab that roll. I drive to this other spot. I wasted so much gas that morning. Yeah. I give it to them. He looks at it. He's like, oh, yeah, we can do it in an hour. Cool. Do it. I drive home, get it. I'm like editing, like he finishes it within the hour. Yeah. By the time I get home, I'm editing it together. I get a couple photos. I'm like, okay, I shouldn't rush this because mm-hmm. this is like the photo. I shouldn't like make it look bad. Yeah. And I had church later that night. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> just spend some time with God. Yeah. And like, I just leave it. And then like I get it, I get a notification. Champagne Pappy posted and he posted Theo's film photo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how did this guy get film photos faster? <laughs> I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta send these photos to Theo because like, mm-hmm. this is the opportunity. Like, the, he, Drake already posted the photos from Friday. Yeah. Why is he gonna double post on yeah. Friday? That's so like dumb. So I text Theo. I was like, bro, I got the photos. How can I send it to you? Yeah. I'm rushing these 3D edits now. Yeah. I have like maybe six of them. Texted Theo. And he sent him a WeTransfer link. Yeah, yeah, the same thing. And I was like. Now it's in God's hands. I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Get in my car. Put it on Do Not Disturb. Drive to the church. <laughs> and then I look at, like, as I'm driving, I see a little notification. Theo texts me. He's like, hey, by the way, like, I think Night Owl Sound's going to post it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's one of their, like, side, like, clothing brands through, uh, I think, Mark and Noel. Okay. Like, they have their own, like, DJ set brand. Yeah. So they post it because one of the kids was actually wearing one of their shirts. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, great. Whatever. And I'm like, I'm happy about it. Because that's, like, an OVO brand yeah. posting. I'm, like, amped. And they tag you in it? They tagged me and everything. So, yeah. like, my page is kind of like, I'm like, oh, that's sick. Yeah. Park my car. I'm getting out. I got another notification. I'm like, Champagne Pappy tagged you in a post. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh. I click it. <laughs> What's that? And then that's, that's, like, the photo of, like, the 3D photo. Yeah. He uploaded it and mm-hmm. tagged me. 
Uh-huh. And I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, half the time, none of these artists, like, lower artists are tagging me. Involved. Yeah. This guy's tagging, this guy's a superstar, and he's yeah. tagging me. So my head explodes. I'm like, oh, man. Like, my phone is blowing up. Yeah. I've never seen so many notifications. How many followers did you have before? Do you remember? So, oh, man. I really wish I took a screenshot. Yeah. But I must have went up a thousand that night, which Jeez. is crazy. I'm like, yo, what the heck is going on? Like, yeah. I'm more amped that, like, he just tagged me. Yeah. And then, anyways, fast forward, like, a couple, so that's August, go to December, and Theo has a gallery that night, like, mm-hmm. a, just a gallery for his photos, and I text Theo, I was like, hey, dude, like, like, I bought tickets, for, uh, bought meaning it's free tickets, but, like, the guy got tickets, can't wait to hear you, you talk, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, like, if you want, you can take photos, too, mm-hmm. like, like, just at the event, like, bring your camera, basically, Yeah. just kind of, like, you can come in a little early if you want, just take a photo and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, I come there. End of the like I took pretty good photos like all three D photos. Mm-hmm. End of the night like Drake shows up. I'm like oh shoot, mm-hmm. take another photo. <laughs> <laughs> take that three D photo. And then I texted the Theo. I was like hey dude like here's some three D photos again like of the night. Yeah. Obviously there's three D like of Drake there. Nothing really came out uh, from that. Mm-hmm. So I remember thinking like oh okay like I'm not like upset or anything. Yeah. But it's like I have that like the craziness is like I have the opportunity to send it to someone to like someone that's like that big. Even Theo by himself is already like yeah. a superstar as a photographer. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he like I could send him photos freely like that. I felt yeah. Like it was like such a confidence booster in mm-hmm. general because it's like. And you have his number. Yeah, which is like crazy. But it's like I'm sending these photos, or whatever, and I'm like, oh wow, I'm working with these guys. It's not like a random running. Like I'm helping these out. Like I'm taking photos for them. It's like nice, it's yeah. a great feeling. And then I think, um, I, like at that point, like no one, like no one's telling me not to post anything. Yeah. So like I'll post the Drake three D photo. Like well, that's a cool photo. Yeah. And then. Um, Think Word on Road, which is one of his like fan page accounts, which is like a huge account. Yeah. By itself, it's like like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred k followers, which uh-huh. is crazy. They reposted and tagged me in it. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Drake had just tagged me in the post. Yeah. But he had never followed. But I think he saw that post, mm-hmm. liked it, went to my page, and then followed me. Yeah. And then liked my post. I'm like, whoa, what the heck is going on? Then from there, that turned into a whole thing because I guess like because Word on Road tagged me, mm-hmm. all those guys who follow Word on Road follow Drake. Obviously, yeah. they love Drake. So all those people are like hitting me up. I'm getting all these stray DMs like, hey, could you hook me up with OVO merch? I'm like, whoa, 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 what is going on? I'm like, I don't even know what's going on with this stuff. Yeah. But it was like kind of one of those things where it was like, when I look back on it, I think that was like like definitely like a, like a peak of like, mm-hmm. I picked up a random camera like years ago. Yeah. Where I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And I remember thinking like, oh, it'd be great to take photos for OVO. But like as a fairy tale type of dream. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, getting tagged in a post by the guy, mm-hmm. he's like, like, all the other OVO members are posting pictures, mm-hmm. I'm in these circles, and these types of things, being in, being able to be in those events, mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, like, this is like crazy to me, like, yeah. it's like I'm living what I wanted to do, and I was so happy about that, mm-hmm. but once you hit that, it's like, okay, I'm not, it's not like I'm dead, yeah. like I'm not dying and I'm ending on the top of the hill, Yeah. like life still moves on. Were you mentally prepared for that? Like, how did you take it? Because... Like the post, yeah. I guess the post, like the following and all that kind of stuff. Because to be in that, oh, like, it just yeah. it just happens. Yeah, it was pretty like pretty kind of random, but also gave like I already knew what I could do, like, mm-hmm. like skill set wise. Like, oh, I can do these three D photos. I can do digital photos. I can mm-hmm. do video. Like, I knew what I could do. I knew my capabilities. Mm-hmm. But I think other people, like when I would reach out to people, I'd mm-hmm. get kind of like, oh, we don't really like the look, or like they won't really. Did respond. you get that a lot? I didn't wouldn't get it too much, but I just wouldn't get like opportunities that I thought I should have gotten. That you deserved. Oh, okay. But the weird thing was nothing changed, but the Drake thing changed, where he followed and liked my post and reposted, mm-hmm. and the same people that were kind of like, oh, the price mm-hmm. range of the three D photos is too much, yeah, are hitting me up again, like, hey, could we do three D photos? I'm yeah. like, what changed? 
like I'm still doing the same exact. Yeah. If anything, like like literally, like I haven't changed my skill set. The three D photos haven't gotten better. Mm-hmm. They're the exact same photo as they were the day before I took those photos of Drake mm-hmm. as they are the day after. Yeah. So like, that's why I go back to that whole like people don't know what they like till the masses until the masses say it. Mm-hmm. Like till Drake posted that, people really like the three D photos. Like those people in Toronto. So yeah. I'm like, oh okay, people like it now. Like I don't get it. Like. What changed for you, people? Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't mind taking these photos. I agree. I like the look of them. Mm-hmm. But it was just so, so crazy to me. So, like, the video and all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I was semi-prepared because I was thinking I deserved a little bit more recognition or more, like, reputation with, like, oh, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. Yeah. But I wasn't getting it. So, when the when that following came or, like, when the Drake tag and follow came, mm-hmm. that kind of, like, it kind of balanced it out where it's like, okay, this is where I feel like I deserve to be at. Mm-hmm. But kind of back to like where I was saying, like after that, it's like, oh, where do you go from there? Yeah, exactly. And I think I had like a really weird like imposter syndrome moment, or mm-hmm. like where it's like, okay, and then now what? Like, oh, like am I, am I? What do I do? Like, I don't know what. To do. Yeah, at this point, do people know JV shots is Jonathan Vargas when that Drake thing happens? Yeah, yeah. I think the the lines really blurred at that point. Okay. And I really made JV shots just a serious photographer guy, mm-hmm. and then Jonathan's just a goofy guy on mm-hmm. the side. <laughs> but I think once that happened, I kind of realized like, oh, why am I hiding this? Like, I should be proud. Yeah. Like I almost got like embarrassed that I was embarrassed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, wait, why was I ever like so like like annoyed that like I didn't want my name attached to this? Now, like obviously at the time it made sense but like now it's like okay like two can live at like the same time yeah. so I kind of like blurred the lines in a sense where I had my name there I would introduce myself when I'm at like JV Shots event type stuff where I'm meeting people through my JV Shots page I'll be like hey I'm Jonathan mm-hmm. or like even like when we meet people at like church and stuff like Jonathan yeah. like oh you can call me JV or whatever like whatever works like, yeah. whatever, like I don't really I don't <laughs> see a difference yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, call, people call me JV or Jonathan like I really don't see a difference in the yeah. two so in my head I'm like okay like that's okay. That's also not a problem, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think after that, I had like an imposter syndrome. I was like, wait, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, I should be okay with this, right? Like, I hit all the kind of mini goals I wanted to hit, mm-hmm. but now what? Like, what do I have to do now? So yeah. it's kind of like, okay, let me figure this out. Let me figure that out. Okay, let me do it this way. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then I started getting really nitpicky with things that, and it was a good way where it's like, I didn't have to worry about like getting like gigs just because I need money coming in. Mm-hmm. I already have a full-time job on the side. So I'm picking up stuff that I really care about. Yeah. And then when COVID hit, it was actually like, I think a lot of people, I mean, depending on who you ask and where they are in life, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people took it in like stride almost mm-hmm. where they needed that break. Because I felt like after that fall from Drake, I felt like I was like under like a crazy, man. like I, anything I posted, yeah. this guy's going to see it. But also all yeah, these the other people are going to see it. Yeah. So I need to keep outdoing myself. I need to get crazier gigs. I need mm-hmm. to do, and I put myself in such a weird pressure mode even though like I thought I matched where I felt like I needed to be, yeah. I because I matched it there, I pushed myself even. Okay, now these are the goals I need to hit. Mm-hmm. Now I need to be on tour. Now I need to do this. Now mm-hmm. I need to do that. And I'm like, wait, what am I? Why am I pushing? And this myself? is just a conversation you're having with yourself. With myself. Yeah. Like at night, I'm just laying in bed. I'm like, man, how do I one up this? Like, yeah. Like, how do you one up that photo? Like, you know what I mean? Like those stuff. Like those are things that you don't one up. Yeah. Like these are just things that happen. You just kind of like, you're just happy that it happened, mm-hmm. right? But I was like so like in my head where I was like, man. I need to kill it now. I need to mm-hmm. do even better. And it put me in such a like toxic mindset where it's like anything I take, like I, I was scared to post stuff. So how long did it take after you posted that Drake photo? When would, do you remember how long it took you to post, to post another photo? Uh, it must've been, I mean, I can look at my feed, but I feel like after that Drake photo, I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, I don't even think I posted anything till the next, like mm-hmm. maybe I did a random 3D photo or mm-hmm. a random video edit. 
but like it was something I really wanted to make sure it was like fine tuned. Yeah. And I had like final version thirty two <laughs> really? plus dash draft like in yeah. my whole like I had all any of those videos I just over analyzed because mm-hmm. I was so worried that it wasn't gonna like hit as well. Yeah. Then I had like the December time where I had that like, gallery took mm-hmm. that photo so that was another great photo let's say yeah and i was really amped about it but then there's another high where it's like how do i match this mm-hmm. and then luckily uh i had reached out and so this is funny enough like i hit another goal of mine mm-hmm. which was the nba thing mm-hmm. and i reached out to so many people i was like hey i need to shoot christmas day game yeah like i need to shoot a raptors game i don't care how who are I you hitting up everyone man everyone that was because of that drake follow that really helped me out yeah. honestly because a lot of people in the states were like oh wow they, this jonathan guy he shoots basketball too yeah like let's follow i want to follow him so i was reaching out to, to a guy named 8i media okay he does a lot of video guys and he's really close to a lot of philly guys mm-hmm. one of those guys being kyle lowry mm-hmm. and i messaged 8i I was like hey dude like is it possible like you could help me out get a gig like with something like shoot something for the raptors yeah or like the celtics because they're coming up for that christmas day game yeah He's like, this, uh, is 20... this is 2019. 2019. End of 2019. He's okay. like, uh, yeah, I can hit up uh, Kyle. I'm like, who? <laughs> I'm like, who are you talking about? Yeah. Like, Which Kyle? Are you talking about? And I'm thinking like, oh, Celtics, like trainer Kyle. Or something. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 Lowry. I'm like, oh, same word. Yeah. And then on my media pass, it was like guest of Kyle Lowry. Like, my head explodes. Like, yo, this, like those moments where like I had to pause and be like, man, this is like crazy. Yeah. I just bought a camera just because I was bored. Yeah. After five o'clock, mm-hmm. to a point where I'm like. I have like a guest of Kyle Lowry thing. Like, there's so many other photographers who are way better than me. Yeah. Who are getting like crazy gigs with Slam and mm-hmm. like Sportsnet. Like, and they're really like, they really deserve those like media passes. Mm-hmm. So, for me to get just a one day pass, mm-hmm. I was so amped. Like, I was over the moon. Yeah. Just to be like in coots with these guys who are like crazy photographers. Yeah. And I'm just like shoulder to shoulder, like, hey guys, like, I'm here too. Like, look at me. <laughs> like, I don't deserve it. Like, I really didn't think, like, because my camera at the time was terrible. I mm-hmm. had like, a good video camera, but I didn't have a good photography camera. Okay. And I remember thinking like, oh yeah, I, I don't think I should be here, but yeah. whatever, like I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. gonna take these photos. And I was taking photos for Kyle, all these guys, a bunch of other guys were there. And I was like, just like crazy to me because it's like, I'm at a Christmas day game. Yeah. The, like there's like the Ovio Christmas day shirts. Yeah, yeah. Like all these stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grab this shirt. I'm gonna put that on. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go here and take this <laughs> photo. And, and it was just crazy. Cause like, like little opportunities like that. It's like, I just really like was so happy. Mm-hmm. And then after it, I hit that pressure point where it's like, okay, what do, how do I hit? How do I one up? Yeah. And I realized like once COVID hit, like everyone was on pause. Yeah. Because like that was a couple months, like couple months after December, right? March. Yeah, around March. So like right. that from December to March, I was really in my own head. It's like, man, how do I how do I one up this? I, and I was really in hyperdrive. I'm like, I need to beat this photo. I need yeah. to beat this post. And then COVID happened, and then everyone had to pause. Like mm-hmm. nothing was happening. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a nice thing. Like yeah. Loki, like obviously. Everyone has a different story with how COVID affected yeah, them, definitely. pandemic affected them. And it affected me negatively too overall. Yeah. Like there's some stuff that was negative, some things that are positive. Mm-hmm. But like I really needed that break. Mm-hmm. But it was hard for me to take that break knowing other people are also elevating, let's say. Because yeah. it's like a toxic people side of me. Working, it's like, oh man, yeah. people are working hard. How are they doing this? But for like a few months there, like I could pause knowing everyone else is paused because mm-hmm. there's nothing going on nothing to take photos of yeah people are taking photos through an iphone like you remember like i feel like that was a big thing in the photography it was yeah i'm like oh man like people are just trying things yeah and it's kind of cool because it's like oh i get to try new things Mm -hmm. like even one of my like ali yeah ali yeah like i texted him i was like dude like like let me just take like a photo on your drive how'd you meet ali by the way i actually don't know uh that must have been because i know i think he modeled for ovo yeah so he modeled for like i had nothing i had nothing to do with like ovo on the branding side of clothing stuff yeah but i really think it was a mix of like 
Oh, actually, I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably text him. And ask yeah, because he was but modeling and then he was perplex. modeling like a bunch of stuff for OVO. And then he had his Perplex brand. And I yeah. think I really like the Perplex brand, mm-hmm. but he must have followed me or I followed him. We would, like followed each other probably mutually at the same time. Yeah. And it was kind of like, hey, you got sick stuff. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I like your photos. Like, so we just mutually connected <laughs> over that. Yeah. Just so like, hey, can I take these photos? And I was like, just like, and also Ali's a great guy. In oh, general. great guy. Yeah. He was like open to like a lot of different ideas, mm-hmm. and like I had all these ideas. So it's the same thing, kind of going back with the whole like. Like you make a, a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, like, are you cool if I take these photos and I go to Walmart, print them out, burn the edges, yeah. and make a slide photo? Yeah, yeah, and that's he was what like, you did. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Like he was cool with me trying out new things. He trusted you. Even though it was his brand and it was his image and stuff, mm-hmm. he was cool with me to do all that stuff and like try out different like, 3D photo or mm-hmm. how would we toss the jersey in the air and we took a 3D photo. Yeah, like yeah. things that other brands probably wouldn't obviously he gave you like creative direction he gave me so much opportunity just to do that like mm-hmm. creative ideas and stuff so I really appreciate that but yeah, Ali was someone like during COVID I was like texting I was like hey dude like socially distance I don't know what COVID is yeah. but like maybe you want to just sit on a chair in your driveway and yeah. I'll sit across the street and I'll take some photos on film Yeah. and we did that and I dropped off the roll of film downtown everyone's masked up everyone's downtown mm-hmm. like every, people are really, like those stores are opening only a couple hours at a time Yeah. drop off the roll and I'll dip right away and it's just like Little things like that is like, oh, I was like, I had a calm pace. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in hyperdrive. I could post whenever I wanted to mm-hmm. post. And I didn't have to like rush to do this and that. And there's no due dates. Mm-hmm. Brands are trying to figure out what they're doing. And also work was work from home too. Yeah. So I was kind of like just chilling back. Even now we're work from home. But mm-hmm. like, it's just a relaxing time to be honest. Because mm-hmm. I was just kind of like chilling. You don't have to worry about anything. Just doing random events. Like maybe like one odd thing here and there. But yeah. it was never anything that I exhausted myself. Mm-hmm. that I was doing from that December to March time in 2020. Yeah. I was like really stretching myself thin. I'm like, oh, I got to do the hair. And so that gave me really like, put life in perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of like, okay, not that I don't care for JV shots. It's yeah. just kind of like, like, like you don't have the same, you don't, I don't, you don't have, have that the same, same pressure. Yeah. Like I don't have that feeling of like anxiety where it's like, I need to post and I need to make it greater. Like even now Instagram has a feature like the hiding likes thing, yeah. which I love because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't like, why did I ever care about my like count? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to, like, people, it's the same thing, the masses thing, where it's like, people say, like, oh, a thousand likes. Oh, that must be a great post. Yeah. But if that same post got, like, ten likes, do you yeah, think people are going to like think, it? No. Some people probably wouldn't, just because they don't know what they don't like, They don't like, know what right? they like, yeah. So it's like, same thing, turn off the likes, turn off that. I'm just kind of like, oh, this is nice. Just mm-hmm. relax. Try out new things, even. Like, I made, like, a fake game cover. Like, I just put, like, mm-hmm. I printed out a fake PS2 cover uh-huh. for an album and I just put it in and it made it look like a game yeah. like Kanye West album Jesus King I made it a fake GameCube game yeah. like stuff like that like I was just trying out new things and I realized like oh like, sure I take photos but I'm not a photographer I just like doing creative stuff Yeah. so like making a fake game or stuff like that or like even like um, like a VHS set mm-hmm. make a fake VHS thing like you know what I mean Yeah. The, those the types of stuff things. I just like trying out new things mm-hmm. and then also that kind of turns into a thing where people like it too and it's like oh hey like could we try for our brand and do it that way so yeah very cool in that sense but yeah there's a lot of anxiety though before that so I'm really happy where it's just like JV Shots is just a page Yeah, it's it's own thing it's an Instagram account Mm -hmm. where I periodically upload to and that's it so then is it one of those things because like we even had the conversation before when Mm -hmm. we were at um, game time about like how like obsessive at the time you were about like the likes and stuff like that so if it wasn't for the pandemic were you going to do something to try to either maybe not negate it but try to temper it whereby like mm. i can disassociate myself no. from that oh no no not at all mm. i was like in such a mode of like 
I need likes. I need followers. Mm-hmm. I need to wanna. I need to connect with this superstar. I need to connect with that star. Mm-hmm. I need to get this. Oh, look at me! I'm doing this. I took this photo. I was mm-hmm. like such a crazed mode. And comparing yourself to other photographers too at the yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I would see other guys, and I'll be like spiteful. Like, how did he get that opportunity? How yeah. did this happen? How did she do this? How uh-huh. am I not? How am I not in these circles? And I realized like. Oh, why do I need? Why am I looking at these? Like after COVID, like after the pandemic and everything paused, mm-hmm. I was like, why was I looking at these people? Like mm-hmm. why was I comparing myself to these other people? They're in a totally other lane. Mm-hmm. They have a whole other skill set. Yeah. Yet I was still being like, oh, why can't I be there? Mm-hmm. Like I was so like selfish almost. Yeah. But I really think if there was no COVID, no pandemic, yeah. I really feel like something else would have happened mm-hmm. where I would have been burnt down, mm-hmm. and then maybe I got to that point where of like calmness and be like, oh, okay. But at that point, I was I was JV shots. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If that yeah. makes, I don't know how. No, that, no, I know what you mean. Like, like, you see that? Like, you see that in movies monster. where you get so attached like to, the, to the alter ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was me. Like, I, that was JV shots. There was no difference. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a monster where I was just trying to pump out content. Just, I'm mm-hmm. a content machine. I need to do this and I need to do that. Yeah. Then I realized. Then at one point, I was just like, after the pandemic thing, I'm like, that's what calmed me down. Mm-hmm. But without the pandemic, like you're asking, like I feel like I don't know what something might have, like stop me yeah to be like hey calm down relax mm-hmm. but i don't know what that would have been mm-hmm. but like okay. the pandemic was like such a because like that was like a perfect storm of like everyone pausing yeah so it at first made me feel like okay to it's pause. okay to, yeah then after being paused for a little bit it's like oh okay i should just like jv shots is an instagram account that mm-hmm. i have the password to yeah that i can <laughs> periodically just throw posts like hey i took a cool photo yeah is this a, a, a photo dump mm-hmm. for me or yeah. is it like a fun 3d that i can just throw up like on this. Yeah. And then once I started separating it, the pressure of getting gigs mm-hmm. or meeting the right people just would come naturally, I felt. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't get a gig or if I didn't get this opportunity, I wasn't so hard pressed on myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jonathan, why didn't you do this? Oh, well, you messed up the wording here. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you're too aggressive on this message. Yeah. Like I was just kind of like, oh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it sucks sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I really wanted this opportunity. But I'll take it. In st- I feel like I'm taking a lot more stuff in stride mm-hmm. more recently where it's like, okay. It's okay that that didn't happen. Like, let me just learn. Mm-hmm. Let me figure out why. Or let me pick up like a new skill set. Let me mm-hmm. do this. Let me do that. Like, it just feels more calming now, mm-hmm. to a point where like James Shots is just there. And it's crazy because you're doing this. You got these gigs and you're doing it part time. Yeah. Like, have you ever? And I've asked you this, yeah. but like, have you ever considered doing it full time, or is this something you just see like a part time thing? Because to get these opportunities, like, mm. there are people that work twenty four seven. And they don't get the opportunities you got, but it's not like you weren't prepared, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. said. But even still, like I feel like if I if I was in your shoes and I got a glimpse of what I could do, mm. and I'm not spending as much time as the other people that are doing it, that I'd be more enticed to mm. want to do it full time. Yeah, I mean, I think before I was so I think I even when you asked me a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was like very hard pressed on a no. Yeah, uh, never do full time. I think there's like certain opportunities where I'll be like, okay, if you can match my salary yeah. this way. I could understand doing it full time. Mm-hmm. Like there was like some stuff that I did like the last few weeks where I'm like pulling in like the same five to mm-hmm. tell you saw like after five o'clock I was kind of doing work. Yeah, and I was just shooting and I just felt like oh man like this will this is kind of like a glimpse like a perfect glimpse of if I were to do it full time mm-hmm. where every day from like Thursday to Thursday essentially I was shooting after five o'clock. Yeah, and I was like oh man this is kind of tiring but. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like I, I think I could imagine myself doing it. Mm-hmm. But right now, honestly, like there's like not like there's only a few here and there. Like I won't say what. Like I feel like there's some opportunities that if it were to come up, mm-hmm. I'd probably be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But really, I can't see. Like I found like a perfect middle where it's like, I'm working, mm-hmm. I'm learning. Like even like, like just like in our job, right? Like my job right now, tech wise, yeah. it's like I'm learning that sense. Mm-hmm. 
and then I get a creative outlet afterwards. Because mm-hmm. if I feel like if I made JV shots a full time gig, yeah, I really wonder what would be my creative outlet. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah, JV shots is still a creative outlet for me. Yeah, where it's like. Man, I'm like, I can play video games. Like, even during COVID, like, I would yeah. play COD every night. Yeah. From, like, 5.01 p.m. till, like, 3 a.m. in the and morning. And the golf. You're doing yeah, the golf, golf too. Now, like, yeah, golf now. That takes up a lot of my time. Like, I waste so much time. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be your creative outlet then? Yeah, so maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. I feel yeah. like back then, I couldn't I couldn't dissociate JV shots from being a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that it could be that. But, like, right now, I still want to make sure JV shots is just a fun mm-hmm exciting thing that I get to meet new people and it's yeah. like for me I really like talking to people I really like meeting oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. I just love people in general like people skills wise so like I mm-hmm. enjoy that JV Shots give me that opportunity because mm-hmm. on tech like you talk to your team yeah maybe you talk to a couple like PMs here and there mm-hmm. but you're not really like actively meeting new people constantly because mm-hmm. if I didn't have JV Shots and I was doing my tech work like I'd have my friend circle yeah and then my job, and that's about it. That's it, yeah. But JB Shots, I'm meeting like a new person almost like every other week. Yeah. Because like during like before the pandemic even, mm-hmm. I was meeting new people constantly, and I really enjoy that. Cause it's like, oh, I see how this person perceives this. Oh, how do they react to this or whatever? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really enjoy talking to new people and being having a, a reason. It's like, hey, I take photos. Yeah. But let's talk also. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 I like like it's not like just an awkward like hitting up a stranger like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. Like that's weird, <laughs> right? But like if you have photos, you have something to give like a service. Yeah. It's like. There's a middle ground there where it's like, hey, like, I'm also a human. Mm-hmm. What are you up to? Hey, what do you like? What it shows you into? Mm-hmm. Like, talking to people, it's just always fun to me. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy that. So, JV Shots is kind of like that kind of vehicle for that. Mm-hmm. And you had, you said you went on tour recently, was it? Yeah, so I did a two-show, um, so I did Toronto and Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, I did Maja Jordan's concert. Mm-hmm. But that, that was the same thing. It's like, oh, so uh, that would have been... That started last March, mm-hmm. so not this past month, but last year, yeah, 2021. Uh, randomly on a Wednesday, I got a DM from Maja Jordan's uh, management. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, like, we have like, a music video later this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to shoot um, like BTS, essentially? Mm-hmm. And that was something like a combo that I had with some other people that were part of OVO Sound. Mm-hmm. And they had reached out. It was like, just kind of like put in a good word for me to the Maja Jordan yeah. and them. So, like, you team. haven't done video for them before. Not like music. Oh, I hadn't done anything with Maja Jordan. Oh, okay. But I love Maja Jordan's music in mm-hmm. general. Like, it was like so, such a surreal moment to me because I was like in first year university and I didn't have Spotify or Apple Music. I don't think anyone had. Yeah. But I had like the YouTube, you know, those YouTube MP3? Yeah, the, yeah, the MP3 the, the, download. Play the video, but you saved it. Yeah. I remember <laughs> jamming up to Maja Jordan on my first, like taking the bus. From mm-hmm. like Glendridge up to Brock, yeah, going up the train, jamming out like every song from Maja Jordan, yeah. So like it was such a surreal moment. Like the Drake thing's great and all that. Like that, like those are all surreal moments. Mm-hmm. But like that moment of like just being like asked to shoot something from Maja Jordan for their new music, yeah. And I love everything Maja Jordan so far. It's like uh-huh. yo, this is crazy, going there, and then talking to Jordan and Maja. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys are super personable people. Yeah. Right away they're like, hey Jonathan, man, like what's up? Like so you're doing BTS for us? Like yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Right before they get on set, John, do you need anything? You want water? I'm yeah. like, it's like, why are you asking? I should be asking you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so like when I felt that, like I felt like that like personality, I felt that there was a connection there. I was like, oh, these guys are great. Mm-hmm. So I kept a good relationship with the management. And then when I saw the shows kind of pop up, mm-hmm. I messaged, I was like, hey, dude, like, if you need someone, I'll be there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, could you? Like, I think there was also, they were asking for Brooklyn, but I couldn't make time. But that was during work. Okay. I would have had to like, basically call in sick. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I just told them, like, uh, like I can only do Chicago because that falls on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. In Toronto's Toronto, I can, that's at night. Yeah. But everything else, I need to be back in town. Mm-hmm. So I flew to Chicago. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's to me. such a weird thing, but I flew yeah. to Chicago. And the funny thing is, those guys didn't know initially that I was coming out for Chicago show, like Majid and Jordan. Mm-hmm. They didn't know I was coming to the Chicago show. 
So I'm backstage waiting. Like, I just came in like low, not late or anything. Like, mm-hmm. I just came in backstage. They're about to come up on stage. They walk up. They look at me like, Jonathan, bro, you're here? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And they're like catching up with me because we hadn't seen each other from March till, I guess, just November of that year, mm-hmm. like last November. Mm-hmm. They're like talking to me for catching up. It's like, oh, yeah, what did you do this summer? Oh, yeah, what you... I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, these guys have a sold out show right like, on the other side of this door. Yeah. And they're like chatting me up, talking. And I was like, yo, these guys are like the coolest people ever. Like, yeah. so, such nice people. They go on stage, kill it. Later that week, or later that, uh, yeah, I guess later that week, mm-hmm. we did the Toronto show, mm-hmm. shot that. And like just those little opportunities of just being able to shoot mm-hmm. those stuff, like music that I like, yeah. with people that are cool, that they're not like weirdos and not yeah. losers. Or they're like great people as people by mm-hmm. themselves, not even music aside. So like getting that opportunity to shoot that was like such a great, like kind of like feeling. Whereas the same thing, like I didn't have this pressure to be like, I need to hit every tour show. Yeah, like, I, just, I just, leisure. just showed up was able to shoot. I offered my skill set. Mm-hmm. People loved it. Like the management loved it. Mm-hmm. And they liked it a lot. And like, I was able to be in my own kind of realm, mm-hmm. text the photos afterwards. Like, hey, what do you like this kind of color? Like, oh, it's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that was it. It was like very chill. I didn't feel like I was shooting for a publication or anything. Yeah. It was cool to shoot for Maja Jordan mm-hmm. and like them to put like the OVO Sound, the digital team posting the photos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like it's cool to see like stuff like that wasn't actively asked of me to do. Like, hey, do it this way, do it this way. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, I want to shoot this way. Mm-hmm. They liked it enough that they would upload it too. So mm-hmm. it's the same confidence where it's like Shane liked my work. He appreciated it. He didn't ask me to do anything different than what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I did it and he uploaded it, sent it to Nike. Nike loved it. Same idea. It's like with OVO, I shot all that stuff the way I want to shoot it. Yeah. And they liked it the way I shot it. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like that gives me a confidence boost where it's like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Not in like a, a cocky way or anything, but it yeah. felt like, okay. There's more, like, I know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but it's good to hear other people kind of compliment it or ask and hear about it. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, taking me to another. It was like, oh, now I need to yeah. put pressure. Like, that pressure thing kind of went away. After the, doing the tour, I could have really been like, okay, now what's next? Yeah, like, I need to get in But I kind of was like, okay, whatever comes, comes. Yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like, okay, this thing happens. A few months, maybe there might be radio silence on one brand or that. Yeah. One. But then all of a sudden, it'll pop up later. Mm-hmm. So, like, little things, like, even, like, you reaching out to do this, like, coming out like last week taking yeah. photos like it was fu- like just like okay I have my camera here I'm gonna yeah. sit back there and like take photos like it was just like fun for me just something to you like stuff. to do yeah, yeah, yeah you enjoy, enjoy it yeah. it's not biting into my work hours mm-hmm. I come right after work show up take photos like you know what I mean yeah even taking 3D photos on last Sunday yeah that like, was just crazy. like a random yeah, thing that right? was so crazy like stuff like that I just love those opportunities it's just like I'm getting back to like what JV Shots the reason why it was made mm-hmm. was just for me to have a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And now I'm having like the most fun I think I've ever had with it. Oh, I love that. Because it's actually crazy. The 3D photos. Because I'm yo, when I posted that picture, <laughs> yeah. you guys were hitting me up. Yo, how'd you get a 3D photo? I said, yo, listen, it's 2022. That's so you guys funny. are still on the 2D thing. <laughs> you guys let me know when you want to take 3D photos. Yeah. So no, I'll ask you a couple more questions. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm wondering, is there an opportunity you really wish you got that you didn't get? Yeah. So that kind of fuels that start of the pandemic. Uh-huh. So I did something for, okay, I, can, I think I was trying to think of like, what legally can I say this? Yeah. yeah. I did something for Tangerine Bank. Okay, yeah. Right? It was like a International Women's Day last, so just before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, oh, actually, I it was off before camera. We talked about Sam. Yeah, yeah. Who had done a lot of stuff. Like me and him worked to, like, together with like um, a lot of his, like, like the South Asian basketball stuff mm-hmm. with um, Elevation Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had reached at the time he was working I guess marketing with uh, Tangerine I can ask him afterwards if it's okay to say yeah. this but like he had reached out and just told me like, hey we're doing some uh, just kind of like marketing sh- shoot with like like a bunch of like I think it was like range from grade 5 up 
to mm-hmm. like maybe mid high school, grade 10, grade 11. Yeah. But like doing content for them and kind of for their like international women's day. So it would have been way before that. So mm-hmm. like just doing content for them to have looping in the office. Yeah. And I was like, yo, there's a great opportunity. Sure, whatever. And then part of that day, they're giving a ticket to the girls mm-hmm. to go out to the Lakers Raptors game. Okay. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah. And I asked, like, Sam's like, hey, dude, like, could you ask for a media pass? Yeah. Like, through Tangerine, and we can take photos of the girls at the game. Yeah. But really, I want yeah, to the game. Yeah, LeBron and those they, guys, yeah. Exactly. So, and Drake was there, too. Yeah, so. everyone was there. That was the no, one when no, Russell... Wait, wait, wait. So, that one when so Russell hit the... Before, no, this is before the pandemic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. this is LeBron still there. And I'm getting... I'm thinking, I'm, like, fantasizing. Oh, I can be there and take this photo. Get mm-hmm. this great photo of LeBron. LeBron's going to follow me. He, yeah. And then I end up working for Clutch Sports. Again. Yeah, yeah. My you put it together in your head. Yeah. Then it turns out. Pandemic hits. I'm like, in my head, oh, this is sick. I get to take a photo mm-hmm. in an empty gym. Yeah. That's not what photographers do. Yeah. Like, no no NBA photographers done this. I'm, so I'm still thinking of, like, a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Then NBA's, like, Adam Silver goes like, hey, NBA's done. Like, cancel. I'm like, what? But the game's not done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a media pass for this game. Yeah. I start freaking out. I'm like, and that was an opportunity. Like, cause the question was, like, what was the opportunity? That yeah, made? you and really I just, wish you were, yeah. I really, really, really wanted that. Because I was, like, obviously, I got the Christmas Day game. Mm-hmm. I'm totally grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Kalari, guest, blah, blah, blah. But to get, like, on my own merit, a media pass yeah. through, like, for, like, the game itself mm-hmm. and shooting the event, like, those types of stuff, I was like, man, like, I really, like, mm-hmm. like really wish I could have got that opportunity because mm-hmm. it was right there in front of me. Yeah. Pandemic hit. And Do I you still, still have the pass? Was it the physical pass? No, so they were going to give it to me the day of. Oh, so okay. even then, like, there's no proof of it. Yeah. So, like, in my head, it's, like, little things like that. It's like, man, I could have been there for the Lakers game. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's the Lakers, too, also. Like, yeah. Uh, just quality wise, like photo, that's the game to be at, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember that was like a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And that was part of like the stewing of like, oh, the early pandemic, what the mm-hmm. heck's wrong? I need to do this. Why can't I? That would have been the one up type mm-hmm. of content, okay, right? Okay, yeah. But it, because I missed it, I think that was another like humbling moment where it's like, okay. Yeah. Just because you didn't get the Lakers game, it's all good. Don't worry. Other mm-hmm. people didn't get the It's not like other people got the Lakers game. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no one got the Lakers game. Yeah. The Lakers didn't even get the Lakers game. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> like, no one got that game. That game never existed. Yeah, yeah. So when I thought about it that way, it's like, oh, okay. Sure, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. But, like, pandemic came and it can't kind of stop that potential of shooting that game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, other than that, yeah, I guess that's, I'm trying to think of other opportunities that I would have missed out on. But I think, like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, sure. Because I think I would have made, let's say, even like, if you asked me two years ago, mm-hmm. I could have listed them. Oh, I missed all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. But I think because I missed those opportunities, other opportunities arose. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to do those. And because of doing that content, mm-hmm. people liked it. And then it, it could have taken me another way, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's all these things where I couldn't say, oh, this is what I missed. But really, like, who's, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's kind of like, there's no wrong wrong way in life right? yeah and, and it's not really up to you too. yeah exactly not really up to you okay and then for my for my last question because this is it's this is still so fascinating yeah. to me that you do this part-time and like these things like you're <laughs> yeah, telling yeah, me yeah. these stories i'm like bro this is sounds like a guy who does this part-time yeah. and dedicates his life to photography now when you started the photography scene i wouldn't say is as big as it is now mm. like it's a oh yeah easier to enter photography than it was mm-hmm. say especially for someone of color yeah. per se yeah so now i'm wondering like, how much time did you really spend trying to learn your craft? Because I feel like now we live in a time where, you know, obviously people talk about, like, gratification. And, mm. you know, we were talking about it before. Like, if I'm going to try something new, I want to know within the first month or two if whether or not I'm going to be good. Yeah. And maybe that may have been the case to you. Maybe it may not have. I'm sure you had frustrations as you were doing it. Like, how much time, especially at the beginning, because you're still working mm. and doing your 9 to 5 and you're going and doing these things. Like... How much time, what kind of crazy things would you do to try to get good at photography? Mm. I think, like, for me, I never had, like, 
I didn't have like, okay, I'm going to work from month one to month five and mm -hmm. then I'm going to start DMing people and mm -hmm. then I'm going to show them my Like I feel like with photography and videography, everyone, like any creative, honestly, mm -hmm. and I think actually, we can go super general. Yeah. Everyone in life is constantly reinventing themselves. Mm -hmm. So like maybe I had a mini goal in my head where it's like, okay, I got to learn like photography basics. Like, okay, if I take this photo with the shutter speed super high up, yeah. it's going to be dark. Why mm -hmm. is that? Okay, I can crank it a little bit lower. But if I can do too low, mm -hmm. if someone's running in basketball, they're going to look all faded. Yeah. Why is that? Okay, the shutter speed has to find this middle ground, but then the ISO has to be here. So little things like that, mm -hmm. I was YouTubing as it was happening. Okay. So like, I'll be at an event. I imagine I like, so I'll see like a photo online. It's like, yeah. oh, this looks like a great photo. Mm -hmm. How do they do this? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's always your first thought. How did they yeah, do this? Yeah, how did they do this? Let me, um, like, What's the reverse engineer this whole okay. photographer? Yeah. Like, how do they do this? How do they look? How do they get this look? Oh my! Oh, okay. They do it this way. Then I'll learn one way. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, once you get to a point where you meet so many people, you're like, hey, like, do you like Photoshop? Do you mm -hmm. like Lightroom? Mm -hmm. Oh, do you what? What cube file are you using yeah. for your videos? Like, like little things like that. Like people don't even ask. But like you go on YouTube, it's like, hey, have you seen this guy? He has a great resource of content and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So because of that, slowly as I was like kind of, it, like, I feel like there's no real answer to this question because mm -hmm. I just constantly reinvented. I thought like, okay, month three, I was at my peak. Mm -hmm. But if I look back at that, like two years ago, three years ago, I was like, oh, that was terrible. Mm -hmm. But I It's like that, hours a day. Yeah, oh, like hours a day. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just like constant. Like I just feel like maybe I would be like, I would shoot maybe, let's say like I shoot like an hour worth of basketball. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will take me like 45 minutes to edit down the best pieces. Mm -hmm. Then from there, what will angle? Okay, maybe another 15, 20 minutes of putting it like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, then color grading. And then I look at the clock. It's like, oh man, it's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. Okay. I work tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I got to do this tomorrow, like mm -hmm. after work. So I'll go to sleep. During my lunch hour, I'll work on it. Mm -hmm. Then after work, I'm working on it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, so that's like, what I mean. Yeah. Slowly, kind of, I started figuring out. I can't pick up everything because mm -hmm. there's like so many times where I'll reach out, I'll overreach out and be like, Hey, can I do this? Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wait, I can't do all of this. Yeah. And I started slowing myself down. Where I'm like, okay, I got to learn to say no to certain things because mm -hmm. like, I just don't have the time for it. Mm -hmm. But not because I don't want to, but because I Was literally don't have the time. It's very tough because it's like, you really want to be the person that you can rely on. Like people rely on you. Yeah. But it's like, oh yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. That's the dude that can edit all my photos or mm -hmm. edit all my videos. Like I want to be that guy to people, but mm -hmm. also if I say yes to everything, the mm -hmm. quality's gonna drop. Mm -hmm. And if my quality drops, people are gonna be like, oh yeah, he did kind of an iffy job this one time. Yeah. Or if you rub someone the wrong way once, mm -hmm. that could screw you over like forever. Like, yeah. One person's reputation, right? Like your reputation means so much on a first impression. Mm -hmm. So if I mess up here, I might not be able to get the opportunity with that person ever again, right? Mm -hmm. So little things like that, it's like, okay, like I'm gonna constantly put in a little bit of work, mm -hmm. pace myself with what I take in. Mm -hmm. If I if I do well, okay, I can do it this way. But a lot of it, even like the 3D photos, mm -hmm. I would take photos of my friends. Yeah. Edit that down, color grade it. Oh wait, why is the file size huge? Mm -hmm. Like even one thing, I'll give you a perfect example of mm -hmm. like that I learned. It was like I sent those three photos to Theo. Yeah. I sent it to Drake, and he texted me he was like, "Hey, dude, like by the way, Drake's having a hard time downloading the file." Okay. Because at the time on Photoshop, so what you do with 3D photos is you have three images, mm -hmm. or four images, you stack them, mm -hmm. and you do kind of a stop motion. Okay. So it's like frame one, frame two, frame three, frame four, yeah. back to frame three, mm -hmm. and you loop that. And that's how you make a GIF. And then from that GIF, you make a video file. Okay. So at the time before that, I was constantly making it where it was like 60 frames. Mm. So back and forth, back and forth, back and forth mm -hmm. to 60. But because I'm making it, like, making it that way, mm -hmm. the video itself or like the, uh, the video itself would be like 60 megabytes for one photo. Mm -hmm. 
Well, obviously that's kind of crazy to ask someone to download like a hundred megabyte photo. Yeah. Like that's stupid. <laughs> like that's like for an like, eight second video too. <laughs> yeah. And then Theo was telling me like, hey, this is a little bit tough. And I was in my, oh, sorry, I, I guess I skipped this whole part, but like, I was in my car about to go to church. Yeah. Parked my car, ran back to my house. Yeah. Like, how do I, how do I change this? Like, so you went I, back home. I, went, I was at my, in my driveway the whole time. Oh, okay. And I jumped out, went back to my computer. I was like, how do I make this easier for Drake to download? Like uh -huh. that's such a crazy thing to think. Like, yeah. I like, cause in my head it's like, Drake needed to get this photo for him to post it. Mm -hmm. He needs to have the easiest access to this thing. Yeah. It's the same thing, like even at work, like, like anything, like you want to make sure like if some like, people are going to be prone to like any little thing, any mm -hmm. kind of like roadblock, they'll yeah. be like, eh, I don't. Okay. Yeah, just Done. forget it. Yeah. Done. I don't want, uh, it's too much headache. Yeah. I'm not going to go on WeTransfer download. Oh, yeah. then I'm going to trim it myself. And then yeah. like, I, I imagine asking anyone to do that. Like, yeah. it's a, like even for you guys, I was telling you, oh, you had to screen record. Yeah, screen record, yeah. Like that was a headache. I could have sent you a video, but that also would have taken like, 20, 30 minutes of my time just mm -hmm. to kind of set up for you guys. And then sending it, quality would drop. Then if I send you a link, you yeah. can download. So the whole thing basically was like, how do I change everything that I've learned mm -hmm. in like 10 seconds? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, let me kill all the frames. Mm -hmm. Let me loop it, but then put that video clip that only lasts for 0.4 seconds mm -hmm. into another video program like Final Cut Pro mm -hmm. and then copy, 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 paste, paste, paste. This is just the off the top. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. Uh -huh. And I look at the, how much megabytes does this take? Oh, there's only... 10 megabytes, mm -hmm. but the quality is the same. Okay, yeah. cool. Download, export, boom, send it over to the audience. And yeah. I jump back in the car, go back to church, and then that's how that whole story happened. But Jeez. now, ever since that moment, mm -hmm. I never do this like 60 frame 3D GIF thing. Yeah. I do four frames. Yeah. And then I just loop, like on like a different, it's hard to explain without yeah, computer, yeah. But like, but still. like there was like a whole process that like, something that I learned on the spot. And under pressure too, under because pressure, I'm yeah. saying this, think, yeah. a lot of people struggle to think under pressure. Yeah, I mean, at that time, I think I was just kind of like, I don't know, I was just going like, I, I don't know, it's like, you know those like mom strengths where it's like, yeah. I gotta lift up the star, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. child's underneath. Yeah. Like, my thing is like, I gotta get this photo to drink right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, I gotta edit this, I don't care. I need to make this the easiest possible thing. So like yeah. little things like that, I'm like looking, I'm like, okay, how? I tried like probably like five different things before that, mm -hmm. but like obviously that's the way it happened. Mm -hmm. And now I got, even like, what was it? Maybe like, I got my iPad like last week or last year. Sorry. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me do it the same way. Like, I'm learning different ways of procreate. Like, okay, let me do an animated GIF. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's like a different. Like, I'm learning different ways to do the same things. I'm just kind of reinventing it slowly. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing I've done maybe like three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. But it's a whole other process now. Mm -hmm. But it's more refined. I can sharpen the image. I can make it look better than it actually did. Like, I learned I can make like some of my three things pop a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Like for me, for what I'm seeing, for you guys probably don't notice it. Yeah. But for me, I notice it. But I realized that was like four, three years in the making. Yeah. It took me, I found out like, what day is today? Tuesday? Today's Saturday. So, oh, wow. Yeah. That was terrible timing. Okay, so I found out on last Sunday. Okay. For the first time. Like, oh, I can do this. Mm -hmm. So I, I just did it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just stuff like that just mm -hmm. changes all the time and I'm just learning all the time. Yeah. But I feel like it just like, I don't know. There's like no like, time there's no straight time to me to say mm -hmm. oh yeah this is how much time whatever but literally every waking moment after five o'clock mm -hmm. i'm just working on stuff but then now this past after the pandemic i realized i was stretching myself thin because of that yeah so now i'm just kind of doing whatever like picking up golf yeah i was like okay let me learn let me put that same kind of like crazy adrenaline I was like oh, let me learn how to swing okay mm -hmm. how am I? i'm messing up let me get a teacher now let mm -hmm. me get this like you know what i mean yeah like learn i just put that same kind of energy even like caught like two years ago yeah. when the pandemic was really like okay how why is my aim assist not working why is this Oh, I gotta get like this. Okay, I gotta get like the little thumb stack on yeah. top of the stick. Like dumb stuff like that. <laughs> like I'm like doing the dumbest stuff. Yeah. But that's the same drive that I had with JB Shots where I'm like, mm -hmm. let me just put that in everything that I do. Yeah. And it's the same thing. So now I kind of feel like a calmness with like when it comes to JB Shots. Mm -hmm. 
obviously if something like someone asked me to do like 3D graphics that's like a rendering 3D okay. I need to learn that yeah. like I need to download Blender but now I need a better computer mm-hmm. like there's like little things like I have stuff in my head where I'm like okay I know what I want to do next yeah. it's just like do I have the time for it mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to do stuff and like do it half assed yeah. and then it just I look at the final result like, and oh. you're like, yeah, it's like, like oh, oh that's terrible okay I'm never going to do this again I don't want to have a sour thought on like yeah. oh yeah I tried it I didn't like it like let me just give it my all but I'm yeah. not in the right mindset let's say for like Blender, which is like a 3D programming thing. Okay. But like, I'm not in the right mindset right now to try it because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to mess up or like it's not going to look that great. Mm-hmm. But maybe in like a few months, I'll have free time for like two weeks, I think. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's just go at this. But mm. yeah. I love that. Yo, thank you. No, Appreciate no, no, having you on, bro. No, thank you for that having me. That was amazing. <laughs> Holy. I miss you want to <laughs> drop everything to go become a photographer. <laughs> now I want to go home and search a Blender. <laughs> that's what the YouTube links. Oh, yeah? Yo, that's lovely. The whole world. Damn. Man. Oh, yeah. Holy.